Hello and welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend, Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. This morning, some comments on the account in the Gospel of Mark of Jesus healing a boy with an unclean spirit. Remember that Jesus had said, all things are possible for him who believes. What this means comes out in the scripture for today, which records that when the crowds who were assembled around the young boy and his father, the boy that was demon-possessed, there were crowds around them. When the crowds saw Jesus, Jesus uh, had come down from the mountain, they were greatly amazed. That means they were struck as by a blow. They weren't expecting him to come at this time. Well, where did he come from? Where did he appear from? The inner circle of disciples, Peter, James, and John, had just experienced the transfiguration, a mountaintop happening when Jesus revealed his divine glory as his garments were transfigured and became translucent white, showing that he is the Son of God and God himself. Please contrast that mountaintop experience with the other nine disciples at the bottom of the mountain who were arguing with the, the scribes. The scribes were delighted by the failure of the disciples to remove the demon from the boy, even though Jesus had given them demon-removing power. The scribes taunted the disciples, shamed them before the crowd. And the nine disciples were no doubt embarrassed and defended themselves as best they could. So Jesus suddenly, well, he comes with the, the other three disciples. He enters their arena, and he asked them the obvious question, what are you arguing about? And someone from the crowd answered, teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out. They were not able. Well, this was a huge deal because the demon had rendered the boy deaf and dumb. And according to the gospel writer Matthew, the lad was thrown into epileptic fits. So the demon seizes him and dashes him down, and he foams and gnashes his teeth. Please know Jesus is not dealing with simple epilepsy here, but with a deaf and a dumb spirit. So they brought the boy to Jesus, and when the spirit saw him, it immediately convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has this been going on? And the boy's father responded, from childhood, and it has often cast him into fire and into water. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said, if you can... All things are possible for one who believes. What a powerful statement. Immediately, the father of the child cried out, and he said, I believe. Help my unbelief. Well, the man was struggling and vacillating between faith and no faith, because during all this time of demon possession, no one had been able to help the boy and give to him any relief. Indeed, the man had just witnessed Jesus' disciples' inability to extricate the demon. And so the man's faith wavered. And that's exactly why he said to Jesus, if you're able. He just didn't know what to think. On the one hand, he believed. On the other, he doubted. Of course, faith never asks anything foolish or wrong of Jesus. And faith always bows down to the will of Jesus in those things which one cannot be sure whether they're good or not.
So you simply trust Jesus. You trust that he knows what's best. You trust that he'll take care of the rest of your life, and indeed he will. There was at this time in the father of this possessed boy an intense emotion that was going on inside of him. I mean, you can imagine, put yourself in his position. He was torn up by the entire situation. He just simply wanted some relief for the boy. So Jesus, the Son of God, and God himself rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. You better believe that deaf and dumb spirit complied. Indeed, Jesus had the power to make that command. He's the Lord over all demons. He's the Lord over everyone and everything. As John Dyer once wrote, A person may go to heaven without riches, without honor, without learning, and without friends. But he can never go there without Jesus Christ. Think about this. As one author has stated, every moral reformer, every great philosopher, every preacher of ethics in the history of the world has pointed to some ideal outside of himself. Jesus didn't do that. He just pointed to himself. When Socrates was asked by one of his disciples what he should ask of the gods, Socrates told him to wait for some great teacher to show him the way to God. When Buddha was asked by his dying follower, Ananda, for help and consolation, he told him, be a lamp unto yourself and a refuge for yourself. And the same acknowledgement of personal insufficiency, the same recourse to an ethical or moral system is common to all the world's great moralists and religionists and philosophers, from Confucius to John Dewey. But Jesus Christ is different. There is no ideal Apart from him, he is the ideal. And he issues this beautiful invitation in Matthew 11. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So who else other than Jesus Christ himself is equipped, is able to provide for you and me eternal rest? No one can do it. Jesus has already done it through his suffering, death, and resurrection on the third day. So in the case of the demon-possessed boy, of course he was able to do it, namely get the demon out of the boy. I'll talk more about this event from Mark chapter 9 coming up after this break. Keep it here. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend from Mark chapter 9, talking about the demon-possessed boy and how the disciples, they weren't able to cast the demon out. And then Jesus arrives on the scene, and uh, the father of the boy says, can you help me? Basically, that's what he said. And uh, Jesus said, what do you mean if? I mean, he is the son of God after all. And uh, the demons shudder 
in the presence of the Almighty. In the book of James, it says, even the demons believe and shudder. Yes, they shudder at the presence and the voice of Almighty God himself. As regards miracles such as this one in Mark chapter 9, the biblical commentator R.C.H. Lenski says, miracles are not dependent on faith, but only on the will of Jesus. And this is clear. He said, in all cases where Jesus heals without faith and seeks to establish faith after the healing. For example, in John chapter 9, the gospel writer shows you how after his eyes were opened, the blind man gradually came to faith. And how about the widow at Nain? Did she or her dead son believe before the miracle was performed? Yet Jesus does say, all things are possible for him who believes. So there are times when at least a weak faith is present and Jesus seeks to increase it. And there are other times, as I just mentioned, when he heals even without faith. Okay, so now back to the text. Jesus turns to the lad who was lying on the ground after the demon had been taken out of him by Jesus. The lad lay there as being dead. And all those around him thought he was. Dead, that is, but he wasn't. Now Jesus completes the miracle by grasping the boy's hand and raising him up. I mean, just imagine how relieved the father was at this point, and of course the boy and the crowd as well. The disciples lamented to Jesus and said to him, we were not able to cast it out. And Jesus said, this kind is able to come out only by prayer. So in fact, the disciples had doubted. But when you think about it, Jesus had the right to expect a no-doubt faith from all his disciples because he had given them the power to heal and to cast out demons. So in this case, lack of prayer was the problem. Not all demons are alike. Some are more powerful than others. And like the one that held the boy as its victim, well, they're just simply more difficult to dislodge. So here's what happened. When the evil spirit in the boy defied the nine disciples, instead of allowing themselves to be defeated, their faith should have risen up in its might and should have appealed to Jesus with a very fervent prayer that he would make good his promise to them that he had given the power, given them the power to expel demons. They would thus have won the contest, and the demon would have disappeared. Indeed, the disciples didn't even think of prayer. They allowed their faith to droop, and at once it failed. You may remember in the book of James, these words are recorded. The fervent, effectual prayers of a righteous man or person availeth much. That means there is much benefit to prayer. So if the disciples had just thought twice instead of once, <laughs> they would have turned to prayer and they would have entreated the Lord for his help and it would have been given to them. So don't allow your faith this morning in any way to droop. Ask the Lord in prayer for an increase. Remember the disciples once prayed, Lord, increase our faith. I'll tell you what, an increase means you are in a non-drooping situation. And while prayerfully you may not be demon-possessed, I certainly hope not, there are still tremendous challenges. There are difficulties and tragedies and, and various uh, hardships and trials that can come your way from uh, day to day. When these events occur in your life, do not dismay. Do not allow your faith to droop. Please be assured you have a Lord and Savior to whom you can turn 
the same one who extricated the demon out of that young boy. Indeed, you can pray to the Lord for help and for hope and get it his way. Yeah, you're going to get it his way, not always in the way you want your answers shaped, but always shaped in accordance with his holy will for your life. Indeed, pray without ceasing. The Lord will hear. You will be reminded that he is near, and you will go immediately to his holy word for the consolation and for the strength to make it until such a time as your prayer is answered. Your faith will be increased, and you will know where to turn the next time a challenging or difficult situation presents itself as well. Please remember these beautiful words of the psalmist and apply these words to your life and to your situation. He has written, I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Well, I figure if he can make heaven and earth, and he has. And if he can make me, and he has, he can certainly help me through any ordeal or through any trial or any situation uh, that I face from day to day as I turn to him in prayer and believe that he will help me. Appreciate you being along for this Moments of Assurance Weekend Edition. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance Monday through Friday over the noontime hour on Worldwide KFUO. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.